Hey guys, it's Janae. Get ready for another mini-sode of Two Black Girls Talking. Hey guys, welcome to our Goal Getter segment. And I know, Goal Getter, what is this? A millennial t-shirt shop? I get you, I get you. It's very rosé all day. But it's the only thing I could think of. So be nice to me. Anyways, last week Lauren and I set some goals. So Lauren's goal was to not impulsively quit her job, which she successfully managed to do, to my knowledge. So as far as I know, she's still gainfully employed, even though she has the flu. But that's why we like to be employed, because those things come with sick days. So round of applause. Still has a job. Still hanging in there. Um, the dream is to one day have her candle company be able to pay all of her bills. And my dream would be to have the podcast or anything else take off to handle my bills. So that's the ultimate goal. But for right now, just try to stay employed. So again, round of applause. My goal was to wake up at least one day this week at 6.30 a.m. And let me just explain why I'm obsessed with the 6.30 a.m. wake up time. Really, I would love to shoot for 5.30 a.m., but I just know that's unrealistic because if I wake up at 5.30 a.m. and I'm expected to be awake past 6 o'clock p.m., heads will roll and people will die. Particularly if no if no naps are allowed. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. But anyways, I just feel like the most important decisions that are made for life in general are made early in the morning. That's just what I think. I think my brain works better early in the morning when I when I'm like fully awake because it gives me more time to get acclimated to my day it gives me time to get the crankiness out before I have to start my day at work I think it just makes more sense for me to be a morning person even though my body naturally fights against that and wants to be like I don't want to say lazy because it doesn't make you lazy if you enjoy the latter half of the day I just feel like for me to be at my optimal level of productivity I need to be a morning person and this is the life I envision for myself at 6.30 a.m., okay? Flow with me. For whatever reason, if I wake up at 6.30 a.m., it's going to be in a high-rise apartment in somebody's downtown area. Downtown where? I don't fucking know. That's not the point. I wake up in my high-rise apartment in downtown somewheresville, and I have curtains that are electric. So as soon as I wake up, they're on a timer, and they pull themselves open so I can overlook the city. During this time period is daylight saving, so it's already nice and bright and lit outside. I look at the gorgeous view and I say, wow, I'm so lucky to live here. Then I go ahead and go over to my chair. My chair has my workout clothes on it. I am wearing a black Nike sports bra with a black Nike jacket and a black Nike pair of leggings that go down to my half calf. And then I'm comparing that with a pair of black Harachis. I know those aren't a running shoe. I'm wearing them anyway. I look fucking good. Cool. Then my curate goes off because I have a hot cup of coffee waiting for me. I take a sip, put it back down on the coffee warmer to keep it warm, and then I go for my morning jog. I run mm, three miles. I do a 5k because that's what I do. I'm dedicated to fitness. It's my life. LOL JK, I just want to look damn good in a bikini and I fucking do. Cool. I finish my morning run. I say hi to the local corner guy. He always has like a newspaper waiting for me, even though I don't read newspapers. And I think that anyone who doesn't do it online, you're wasting money and time and trees. <sighs> cool. I go back to my high rise apartment where my clothes are already laid out on the ironing board, but they've already been ironed. They're just there as a placeholder. I hop into my shower with a rainforest overhead. 
shower head thingamabobber. And on top of that, I have a towel warmer in my bathroom. So when I get out of my hot shower, I don't instantly get cold because the AC is on and it's on 69 degrees. Go fuck yourself if you think it's supposed to be higher than that. And um, that way I don't get the chills and just nice and toasty out of the shower into my toasty warm towel. Okay, after that, I do my entire skincare routine. I mean, I wash, I tone, well, actually, no, I ex I wash, I exfoliate, I, you, um, Truthfully, I'm not that good at skincare. Let's say I exfoliate in the shower, okay? And then I wash my face, tone it, use my serum, use my moisturizer, and then I go ahead and I wrap it up with some sunscreen. After that, I go into the kitchen where I have myself a multigrain English muffin with a patch, I mean a, a smidgen of salted butter. Unsalted butter tastes like hand cream. So salted butter. And I slab it on there, it melts delicately onto the plate. I might, might, maybe, if I'm feeling extra spicy, make myself some egg whites to put on top of my muffin. And perhaps just maybe, if I'm feeling crazy, a piece of cheese. Woo! Slap that bad boy on there, eat that, get my coffee that I put on the coffee warmer. I go ahead and I drink that. I revel in the day and then I walk over to my desk where I begin my job because in this fantasy I work from home or I walk downstairs and then I go ahead and I walk to my office building which is located conveniently two blocks away just enough to stretch my legs before I get there but close enough that if I really wanted to I could go home and it would only take me about 10 minutes that's my 6 30 a.m life but you know I'm not living like that so um I wake up around like 7 7.15, and I rush to shower, rush to do half of my skincare. I never even get to think about a jade roller anymore. And then I don't eat breakfast. I drink my iced coffee. My mom packs my lunch because I'm an oversized teenager. And then after that, I get in my car and I drive 45 minutes to my job. Sometimes I stop at Panera and get myself an egg souffle. It's the only joy I'm going to have throughout the entire day. And then I go on about my business. That's why I want to wake up at 6.30. Also, I just want to do yoga because my muscles and my hips are so tight. Oh my God, it hurts. When I attempt to run, it hurts because my muscles are so tight and I have shin splints because I don't stretch. So that's why I want to wake up at 6.30 a.m. so I can start living the fantasy, but the fantasy starts with yoga so I cannot get shin splints. That's the dream, to just be able to walk without going, my hip! So, but doesn't the 6.30 a.m. life sound nice? Sounds nice. So I've been thinking to myself since I recorded that segment, why is it so important to me to wake up and live the type of life that I just described in that previous segment? And I realize it's because I fall victim to what a lot of people do in my generation, which is hustle culture. I hate hustle culture. I hate this idea that you can, one, how do I put it that you need to be productive at all hours of the day that if you are awake you should be trying to start a business or doing marketing for that business or making a business plan or taking a class or um figuring out ways to be more productive and make more money and studying the healthy habits of incredibly successful people and 
this and that and basically it eliminates any time that you take to take care of yourself so in the fantasy right I go for a run which a lot of people find to be cathartic and that's their me time um running is not my me time in real life I don't know why it is in my fantasy that does not make any sense to me but my question that I would like to pose to you is do you feel that we all need to be productive all the time because whenever I think about being the best version of myself the most optimized version of myself um it always involves me having the highest position I can in my job and making the most amount of money and working on a bunch of projects and in these fantasies that I create for myself I never schedule time to just write because I love writing I'm a poet by passion. That is what I really enjoy doing. And in my fantasies, I'm never writing. And that makes me sad because that's what I like to do. That's what I find to be cathartic. That's my me time is putting pen to paper and allowing myself to express myself in my most truest form. But hustle culture robs us of that and makes us believe that if we're not being productive, if we're not contributing, if we're not go, 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 all the time then we're wasting time but (laughs) Asher Roth said time isn't wasted when you're getting wasted and what I think he meant to say or at least how I'm interpreting it for the purposes of this podcast is time is not wasted when you're enjoying yourself time is not wasted when you're creating new memories with the people that you love time is not wasted when you're relaxing and enjoying yourself time isn't wasted when you're putting that time into when you're putting that time into making sure that your cup is full and not empty and not even full for the sake of pouring into other people like just full for you and not in a way where it runneth over just in a way that like you have energy and you have time and you're in your best happiest state i think our generation it's a weird thing to say that our generation doesn't place enough value on being happy because on the one hand we will leave a job if we don't feel that it's the proper work-life balance and we won't just sit there and allow them to take advantage of us or to really um how can I say this? We won't sit there and let them take advantage of us, particularly like no sick days, no PTO, no 401k match. We're not staying in that job if we don't feel that there's opportunities for advancement. But then there we go again, needing opportunities for advancement, needing to move on to the next job, the better job, the bigger job. And none of it is aligned with taking care of yourself. So bringing this full circle to waking up at 6.30 a.m., even though in the fantasy... It's about being the most optimized version of myself, not necessarily the happiest version of myself. I still want to stick with the goal of waking up at 6 a.m., even if it means that I don't wake up in a high-rise apartment, even if it means I'm not in my all-black, sexy running outfit. Because if I wake up at 6.30 a.m., I have more time. And if I use more, and if I have more time, but I don't give myself more work, That means that I have more time for me and to do things that I enjoy. And it's crazy that I'm carving that time out because I don't even really know what I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy doing this podcast and I enjoy writing 
I used to really enjoy reading. I was such an avid reader when I was younger and now I feel like I can't even get through a chapter of a book without wanting to blow my brains out because the focus isn't there and because in my brain I'm like I could be doing something else. I could be doing anything else. I could be walking. I could be writing something and not for fun but for profit I could be doing anything else and I don't think that that's a healthy way to live. But 6 a.m. wake up so I can have time to discover the things that I like and to follow those passions and just become the happiest version of myself and the healthiest version of myself. So in following that with trying to be the healthiest version of myself, I'm going back to therapy. Now, I was originally in therapy from 2019 to 2020. So right before the pandemic started and then right in the thick of it because I was dealing with my binge eating disorder and I was also in the middle of some very unhealthy relationships that I needed to talk through with someone else to help me understand that those people or that person did not love me, particularly not the way that I love them and that I deserve better, which I now recognize about myself and know that I deserve better and I'm happy to report that I don't think we'll have that problem ever again. Not to say that I'll never be in a bad relationship again, but to say that I don't think I'll have the same unique challenges and problems that these previous relationships face or presented to me. Now, so you may ask if you're going to therapy, well, what's wrong now? Nothing is wrong now. Absolutely nothing is wrong. I'm in a great space mentally emotionally physically we're working on it but I just I feel fine good even which is something that I wouldn't have been able to say five months ago three months ago I wouldn't have been able to say that but I'm good I am happy and being that I am happy I would like to further dive into understanding who I am as a person so that way I can maintain this happiness and have proper tools so that way should this happiness ever be in jeopardy I know how to get myself back to this place and the therapist that I have found god bless she's black she is black and let me tell you briefly why it was important to me to find a black female therapist one I identify as female right that's the gender and sex that I would most aligned with and um I just feel like a woman therapist would better understand the unique struggles I have as a woman the same way that I believe that a black therapist is going to have similar cultural experiences to me and they're going to be able to relate to me on a different level like when I say sis she bugging bugging like she's gonna know what I'm saying and It's going to sound natural for her to respond with like, child, I know, don't even worry about her. Like, it won't feel forced or anything like that. I feel like we'll be able to form more genuine, natural connections that way. I could be wrong. And that's not to say that a white male therapist or a white female therapist couldn't get the job done or Hispanic or Israeli or of Southeast Asian descent. It doesn't matter. Anyone could have done it. But this is just who I think I would relate to best. So that's who I sought out. And I'm going to her and she mentioned to me 
when we had our consultation phone call, she said that a lot of her patients don't even have diagnoses. So while I have an official diagnosis of being um, bipolar, she said that a lot of her clients are there just to work on things like self-esteem, to work on determining goals for where they'd like to go next in life, to just better understand themselves as people. And I like that, that she's more akin to a life coach and that I don't have to essentially go to her just to say, oh my gosh, I'm binging again. I don't know what to do. I can just say, hey, I'm in a really good headspace and I would like to know how I can stay here. Right? I'm going to therapy proactively so that I don't have to go reactively the same way that you would go to your doctor for regular checkups and they may monitor your weight and say oh hey if you keep on this track you're gonna get um type 2 diabetes so maybe we try these things and then you won't have type 2 diabetes you won't have to deal with that so then you follow their steps and then you don't have to deal with type 2 diabetes versus you have type 2 diabetes and you go to the doctor now it's an uphill battle to get you out of type 2 diabetes you feel me So that's why I'm going to therapy. Yeah. And I feel good about it. Now the cost, whew, I don't know. I was looking at some other therapists online before I got to this one. And they were charging like $200 a session. And they weren't taking insurance. But this one takes insurance. So hopefully, prayerfully, everything will go okay. And next week, I'll be able to tell you about my first therapy session. So there's that. Anyways, those have been my thoughts that I decided to share with you. And um, I'm sorry if this wasn't like a funny haha episode. I don't know how to do funny haha by myself. I work best off of people and that other interaction. So this was more of a mellow kind of kickback, relax, and let's see where the conversation takes us type of day. But um, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. I'll uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.